0: This program is made possible by the giving of the God-Called Partners of
1: Renner Ministries. Hey, this is Rick Renner. I'm still deep, deep, deep in the heart of Russia, standing in front of this magnificent house with all of its decorations around the windows and around the roof line. It is just amazing. Denise and I love to drive through Russian villages where you see these kinds of decorations on house after house after house. And all of these decorations begin to be popular in the 17th century. In the 17th century, the poor people begin to say, hey, we need to stop people from peeking through our windows. It was a habit back in those days to kind of want to see through the window to see what was on the other side. And they said, if we elaborately decorate our windows, maybe people will be so fixated on the decorations that they'll no longer peek through the window to look into our houses. And it worked. People were so fascinated with all the decorations that they stopped looking through the window. Well, today I want to talk to you about windows into divine revelation. And often we are hindered from really seeing what God wants to show us because of all the distractions in our life. Sometimes the distractions are positive. Sometimes they're negative. But we get so fixated on everything going around us that we forget to see through to the other side to what God is trying to show us. And today I want to talk to you about the highest possible form of divine revelation. I know that you want to have divine revelation. You want the Holy Spirit to part the veil so you can see through to the other side and today I'm going to tell you explicitly where you can go to get the highest form of
0: revelation. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick.
1: Hey, welcome to the program. As I told you in the introduction to today's program, I'm doing a series about windows into divine Revelation. It's five parts, comes in multiple formats, and everything in these programs is in this series, and it comes with a study guide. And today is the very last day which we're offering this on the program. I have just enjoyed teaching this so much. My friends, God wants to part the veil so we can see through to the other side. He wants to give us a window into divine revelation. But you can order this by going online or by giving us a call. And we're also today for the last day on the program this week offering you my daily devotional, which is called Sparkling Gems from the Greek, Volume 1. And if you already have Volume 1, then you can order Volume 2. And to be honest, it doesn't matter which one you begin with. You can begin with either one of them. But these books will walk you through the New Testament and will give you treasures from the Greek language in the New Testament. People all over the world use sparkling gems as their daily devotional. And if you're really wanting to dig deeper into the Bible, please go online or give us a call to order your copies of Sparkling Gems, number one, or number two, right now. And remember that today and today is the last day which we're going to do this. We're tossing in a little magnet for your refrigerator that looks like a Russian countryside window. And as I told you in the introduction to the program, there was a time in Russia when there was a problem with people peeping through the window. And somebody said, hey, let's put so many decorations around the window that people will forget to look through the window, and it worked. And because of that today, beautiful, beautiful decorations like these are on houses all over the Russian countryside. And when you see them, it's a reminder they did something to stop people from peeping through the window. But my friends, I want you to remember not to get distracted by everything going on in your life and forget that God does want to show you something. He wants to give you a window of revelation. And not only that, but when you put this on your refrigerator, I want you to remember to pray for the runners as we do our ministry to reach the Russian speaking world. But we're going to put one of these into every order this week. And today is the last day that we are doing that. But hey, reach for your Bible. And today we're going to go to Ephesians chapter three, where we're going to see a prayer for divine comprehension, a divine a prayer for divine comprehension. And we're going to begin in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 14. And of course, Paul's writing to the church at Ephesus. And he says, for this cause, I bow my knees under the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The word bow, the Greek word "kamto," literally means I bow or I bend. The word knees is plural, which means Paul didn't get on one knee. He got on both. And I just want to tell you, there's a good time for you to get on your knees. And it's good for us to bow low before the Lord and to worship Him. And that's what Paul is doing in this verse. He says, for this cause, I get on my knees. I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, verse 15, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And then when you come to verse 16, he begins to explicitly pray some things for us that is, he would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. This verse is so packed, we're going to take it apart. And let's begin at the very first of the verse with the word that. The word that is even important. It is the Greek word henna, which points to an express purpose. So Paul says, I'm going to tell you expressly exactly what I'm praying for you, Hannah, Here it is. This is how I'm praying that He would, grant you. The word grant is the word do. It's a form of the Greek word didomi, and the word didomi is the same word which he used in Ephesians chapter one. But this word didomi means to give, to bestow as a gift, to supply or to fully furnish. He's not just praying that we have a little touch. He's praying that God would supply, he would fully furnish us according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. But notice he said that he would grant you. And this word you in Greek is so important because it means directly to you, directly to you. Well, he wouldn't have been praying this if it wasn't the will of God. And likewise, God wants to give to you, supply to you, furnish you according to the riches of his glory. The word according to is a form of the Greek word kata, the word kata can be translated according to, but it also carries the idea of being dominated, subjugated, or conquered by something, and that is a correct idea in this verse. Paul says, I am praying explicitly that God would grant you, He would give you as a gift, He would fully supply directly to you so much that you would be dominated conquered, subjugated by the riches of his glory, which means God doesn't want to give you just a little taste of his glory. He wants you to be conquered by the riches of his glory, a real experience with the glory of God. And when we have an experience with the glory of God, Paul goes on to say, it strengthens us with might by his spirit in the inner man. But when Paul says to be strengthened with might in Greek here, there are two words, the word dunamis and the word kratos. And I want to take time to go through these words. The word dunamis in Greek denotes explosive superhuman power that comes with enormous energy and produces phenomenal, extraordinary, and unparalleled results. The word dunamis is the same word, which in the New Testament is translated as mighty deeds that are impressive incomparable and beyond human ability to perform. It depicts miraculous powers or miraculous manifestations. The same word was used to describe during the time of the first century the full might of the advancing Roman army. And it was also used to depict a force of nature like a hurricane or tornado or an earthquake. Now, if we just stopped right there, it tells us that when we have an experience with the glory of God, it somehow produces in us and strengthens within us dynamic power that is explosive, superhuman, that produces extraordinary, unparalleled results. It causes us to be a one-man army advancing forward to take territory. We spiritually become like a force of nature, a spiritual hurricane, a tornado, or an earthquake to shake things up. But wait, there's one more word used in this phrase, and it's a form of the Greek word kratos. And the word kratos is demonstrated or visible power. It is a power that is eruptive. It is a power that is tangible. So this is not a hypothetical power, but a real power that can be felt. It is irresistible. And it is overpowering. And now Paul is saying, oh, I want you to have an encounter with the glory of God because that encounter with the glory of God will release unbelievable power inside you that you can really experience. It's not just hypothetical power. It is real, tangible power. And then he tells us how this occurs in us. He says, by his spirit. The word by in Greek is the word dia, which indicates agency and instrumentality. But there's something else important about this word by the Greek word dia. It carries the idea of a going back and forth to go all the way as one crosses from one side all the way to the other, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And here we find the never give up work of the Holy Spirit to produce the power of God in our inner man. And the word in is the Greek word is, which means into, and it indicates where this work is taking place and that it is ongoing and it is progressive, which means the longer you walk with the Lord and with every new encounter with the Lord, this power becomes more mighty in your inner man. The word inner is the Greek word iso, which means the inner man, the interior man, or the man on the inside. And then Paul says, in Ephesians 3, verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye be rooted and grounded in love. The word "dwell" is a Greek word, katowkeo, from the word kata which means down, and the word oikea, which means to live or to reside. But when you compound the two words together, it depicts one who settles down into a home and says, you know, I like it so much here. I'm just going to reside here. I'm going to dwell here. It doesn't describe a guest who comes and go, but a permanent resident. And now Paul says, I want you to come to such a place that you understand Christ is really dwelling in your hearts by faith. The word by, again, is the word dia. It indicates agency or instrumentality. Christ dwells in our heart through the instrument of faith, through the agency of faith. And then it goes on to say, being rooted and grounded in love. Now, that's what the King James Version says, but the Greek sentence structure really reverses it. It says that in love, you may be rooted and grounded. The emphasis is on love. God wants you to be rooted and grounded in love. In love, being rooted and grounded. The word love is the Greek word agape. And my friends, if you do not yet comprehend the agape love of God, God wants you to be rooted in it He wants you to be grounded in it. This is fundamental to your spiritual advancement. And the word rooted is a Greek word which means to be deeply, deeply rooted like a plant with deep, deep roots. The word grounded means to be established like a strong, solid foundation upon which a mighty structure can be built. And my friends, when you are rooted and grounded in love, your roots are deep and you have a foundation you can really build your life upon. And then in verse 18, he says, that you may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height. The word may At the very beginning of verse 18, again, is the word Henna. It points to an express purpose. Paul says, "This is explicitly what I'm praying for you. I want you to have a revelation that you may be able to comprehend." The word "comprehend" is the word "katalambano," and I love this word "katalambano." It's a compound of the word "kata," which means down, the word "lambano," which means to take or to seize. But when you compound the two words together, here it's translated to comprehend. But really, it means to tackle, to master, to pull down. Paul is saying, I want you to tackle the love of God. I want you to master the love of God. I want you to really know the love of God with all saints. And the word with is the preposition soon which means in partnership with all saints, which means this is not a prayer just prayed for you or just for me. This is an experience that should be equally shared by all saints. And what is it? What is the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth? What is in Greek is the little word T T I which describes the smallest, most minute detail down to the smallest detail type of knowledge, which means God wants to give you a revelation beyond general information. He wants to give you very concrete, specific understanding of what is the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth. The word breath, the Greek word platos, can be translated breath, but it's used to describe the farthest ends of the earth or hence, the farthest expanse possible. The word length, the Greek word mikas, is used to depict greatness. The word height, the Greek word ufas, describes height or what is elevated or what is eminent above all else. And the word depth is the Greek word bathos, which was the very word used to describe the very deepest parts of the sea. It denotes deep thoughts, deep spiritual truths or deeply laid plans. So when you have breadth, length, height and depth, he's literally praying that you may know the farthest expanse, that you may know the greatness that you may know the elevated position, the eminence of it all, that you may know the very deepest parts of the depths. And then he adds in verse 19, and to know the love of Christ, the word know, is a Greek word which means I know, I perceive, I realize, I recognize, and it carries the idea of experiential knowledge, which means God doesn't want you to have it all just in the realm of your mind. God wants you to really know the love of Christ. He wants you to experience the love of Christ that will come to you by divine revelation. And to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. And the word passes is again this word hooperbala, which we also saw in chapter 1. It's a compound of two words, the preposition hooper and the word balo. The word hooper describes something that is above and beyond what is normal or something that is exceeding or surpassing. The word balo means to hurl or to throw. But when you compound the two words together, hooper and balo, they form the word hooper balo, which pictures something like an archer who aims at the bullseye but shoots way, way over the target, way, way over the top. And therefore, this word, hoop or bottle, depicts something that is beyond the range of anything considered normal or something that is unparalleled. God wants you to know the love of Christ that passes understanding. Shoots way over the top. Study as much as you can get as much mental knowledge as you can. You do your part, you use your mind. But in addition to that, God wants to give you an experience with the agape love of Christ that is beyond anything you could ever anticipate. Something that shoots way over the top. And then he adds that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. The word that again is the word Hannah. This word henna keeps being repeated in these verses. It points to an express purpose in order that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Might be filled is a form of the Greek word plural, which means to be completely filled, to fill completely, to fill to the point of overflowing or to fill to the point of satisfaction, which means God's intention is not just to touch you, not that you just be Spirit-touched, but that you be Spirit-filled, Spirit-filled. And the truth is, we're all Spirit-touched, but none of us are Spirit-filled. We still have more capacity to be filled. And God's intention is not just to touch us, but to fill us to the point of overflowing, to fill us completely. In fact, He goes on to say, with all... The fullness of God. The word all, the Greek word pan, it means all. It is all inclusive, leaving nothing out. And the word fullness, the Greek word pleroma, which means the sum total, the fullness, or the super abundance of God. That's how much fullness of the Spirit God wants to give to you. But if you look at all of these verses... in in Ephesians chapter 1 and in Ephesians chapter 3. We find that God wants to give us an encounter with the Father of glory. And as a result, it will impart to us, it will furnish to us, it will supply to us a spirit of wisdom, special insight, even apocalyptus, even revelation. It will pull the veil apart where we can experience the power of God, the love of Christ, where we can know the height, the depth, the breadth, the length of the love of Christ, and really comprehend with all saints, with all saints, what is the love of God. And as a result, we would be filled with all the fullness of God himself. Say amen. So if you've been spirit-touched, that's good, but that's not enough. God wants to fill you. He wants to fill your friend. He wants to fill your entire church. He wants to fill all of us with all the fullness of God. And that means we have more space in us than needs to be touched. You say, wow, this is so hard for me to comprehend it all. That's why you need to have a divine revelation. God wants to give you a spirit of wisdom, special insight, even revelation to see what's on the other side, to show you what He wants to give you. God wants to give you an encounter with His glory. He is the Father of glory. And again, that word Father in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, ho potter. Not just any old father, but he is the father. He is the progenitor that replicates and duplicates. He wants to replicate in your life his glory. And when that glory touches you, according to Ephesians chapter 3, it will strengthen you with might in your inner man. It will open you up for you to comprehend everything that God wants to do in your life. And I want to pray for you right now. Father, we pray for a new encounter with the glory of God that would impart to us a spirit of wisdom and revelation that we would be strengthened by your spirit in the inner man and that we would come to know the love of Christ like we've never known it before that passes knowledge. Father, we pray that we would be filled with all the fullness of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I'll be back in just a moment. If you are
0: seeking important answers for your life, then you need a revelation from God about what you should do next. Do you know how to receive that divine revelation? The Holy Spirit has all the answers you need. And in this powerful five-part series, Rick Renner will show you how to open a window to another realm so you can receive the divine revelation and the answers you are seeking for your life. In this remarkable series, you'll learn how to open a window to another realm so you can receive divine revelation, about the vital role that praying in tongues plays in your receiving divine revelation, specific prayers that you can pray to help you receive the revelation you need. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. In addition to this teaching series, you can also get the timeless book Sparkling Gems from the Greek volumes one and two. In these books, Rick unlocks the brilliant treasures within God's word and shows you how to live an intimate, uncompromising life with God. In an easy-to-read devotional format, each volume of Sparkling Gems explores more than 1,000 in-depth Greek word studies. These classic devotionals can be yours for just $45 each and as our special gift to you. With every paid order, we are including a beautiful Russian window magnet, each uniquely finished and with masterful detail. Don't miss these exciting offers. The series Windows into Divine Revelation and Sparkling Gems 1 and 2 and receive a beautiful Russian window magnet with every order. Call the number on your screen or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
1: Hey friends, this is Rick Renner and today I am standing in the foyer of Rick Renner Ministries in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I just wish I could pick you up and bring you here to see all the wonderful ministry that is happening in this facility where we receive thousands and thousands of phone calls from people just like you who reach out to us for prayer and for teaching they can trust. Proverbs 10:21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many. And we know that's our job. Our job is to feed many. And I wanna say thank you to you for everything you've helped us do with your giving You helped us construct our studio, purchase this building, and now in phase three of our ministry expansion program, we're wanting to pay this facility off so we can liberate all that money to take the teaching of the Bible around the world on additional channels and venues. And by being a part of our giving team, you can really help us make this happen. If you're not already a part of our giving team, please pray about joining us. And together we can join hands and through teaching of the Bible and by ministering to people that reach out to us and by sending teaching products around the world, we can really change people's lives. And it's amazing to me that today it's never been easier to make an impact in somebody else's life right from where you are. Think about that. You don't even have to get out of your chair, just go online or make a phone call, and bam, by becoming a part of the giving team, you can do something that reaches beyond your world into somebody else's life to really make a difference. That is powerful. And according to the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus promises that if we'll go, or if we'll do what we can do to help others go with the Word of God, His power will show up in our lives. So thank you for praying about being a part of our giving team. And the moment you join, I want you to really expect the power of God to show up in your life. My friend, if you're not a partner with our ministry, would you please pray about becoming a partner? A partner is anyone that regularly financially supports our ministry to help us take the teaching of the Bible to people around the world. And the moment you become a partner, we're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone and Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness because we give these two books to everyone who becomes a part of our partner family. And by the way, when you reach out to us, let us know how to pray for you. We are praying people. And if you'll let us know how to pray by calling us or by going online, we will really pray for you. And remember, today is the last day we're offering you the series called Windows into Divine Revelation, and it comes with a study guide. And today is the last day this week which we're offering you my daily devotionals called Sparkling Gems from the Greek, Volume 1, and Sparkling Gems from the Greek, Volume 2. If you don't have these, order yours today. You will be so glad that you got Sparkling Gems from the Greek. And today is the last day which we're dropping into every Order a little magnet for your refrigerator that looks like a Russian window. We're doing this because I'm doing a series on windows into divine revelation. And I want you to remember that you don't need to become fixated by all the things around the window. You need to look through the window. God wants to show you things on the other side. And also, when you see this on your refrigerator, I want you to remember to pray for the Renner's ministry as we reach Russian speaking people around the world. But hey, I've just enjoyed being with you so much this week. Remember, today is the last day we're ordering, offering these things. And if you need prayer, we're waiting to hear from you right now. But never forget Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 4, which says, Where the word of a king is, there's power. Embrace it. Believe it. Let the word of God work in your life today, and it will release power. Hey friends, we're coming to an area near you and we want to invite you to come to one of our meetings. Sunday, February 5th, we're going to Church for All Nations in Colorado Springs and we will be with pastors Mark and Linda Coward. Then on Sunday, February 12th, we're going to be at Legacy Church with Pastor Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. Then on Thursday, February 16th, Denise is having a women's meeting at the Stony Creek Hotel in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. On Saturday and Sunday, February 18th and 19th, we're going to be at the Living Word Christian Center with Pastor Mac Hammond in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And on Sunday, February 26th, we're going to be at Faith Family Church with Pastors Michael and Vicki Bang in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But please go to our website to affirm all these times and all these dates. And we look forward to seeing you there.